Welcome to It All Boils Down to This, the podcast where father and son take the kitchen table arguments and heated discussions from their home directly to yours. Jim and Jack Boyle will explore the world as only they can. We might even let a few guests join the fun. So sit back, choose a side, watch the water temperature rise, and enjoy stimulating generational conversation about sports and life. Right, our friend David Immendorf, Core Discord. I feel bad for David. He is a big time San Francisco 49er fan, and it had to be excruciatingly painful for him last night, Jack, to watch what we witnessed. Uh, the first three quarters weren't that good, but that fourth quarter and overtime were phenomenal. So, uh, real quick, give me a, a 30 second elevator pitch overview. Well, just for David, that's a real, that's just, I mean, that's going to be a game you, you lose sleep over. That's going to be a game you remember forever. But so is the game that they lost four years ago. So is the game where the power went out and he lost to his brother. They've had some heartbreaking losses this century after the 80s when all they did was win when they got to the Super Bowl. But yeah, no, heartbreaking loss yesterday. But I guess, you know what? They should have lost the first two games in the playoffs, and they probably should have won last night. So it all evens out. True, it does. You know what's funny about Shanahan is he's the only coach to lose. He had a 10-point lead twice, and then he was also the offensive coordinator of the 28-3 game. So, you know, he's taking a beating today, Shanahan. Let's start with just real quickly the Shanahan uh, angle on this Uh you know, his defense, Wilkes, I thought, did a great job first two quarters. Then all of a sudden, uh, Reed and Mahomes made the adjustments. Uh, and then offensively, I think Shanahan spit the bit in the third quarter. Did they, though? Did did they make the adjustments? They had one before the before the touchdown drive that won the game. They had one, like, touchdown drive, and it was a one-play drive off a muff punt. Did did the Chiefs really make adjustments? Is it Shanahan's fault that, they, that the ball hit the guy's leg on the punt? Is it really Shanahan's fault? Now, there's one thing that Shanahan really should get a lot of criticism for, but I think Shanahan is taking too much criticism today for just getting beat by the greatest quarterback of his generation. Head coach always takes the abuse, and, and I think they had two drives that ended up with only three points, not two, uh, not a touchdown. Remember they they the drive they had the long pass, which I was I was impressed that they that Kansas City tried to go deep early. That was a second in the second quarter. Are you talking about Kansas City? Yeah, Kansas City. And then in the other end with the um, where they didn't score inside the four, where you went absolutely berserk, where they kicked the field goal to tie it, where he missed um, Rice over the middle and he tried to sneak it into Kelsey. But again, they made the adjustments. They were moving the ball up and down the court. They up the field. They. I don't think they were. Though. They were Mahomes was. I think a, they were. a little bit. Yeah, I guess. I mean, the, the two best drives of the game were it was it was the last two that they had when when Mahomes needed to get three points to tie the game, and when um, the and the last drive and the overtime drive where where they won the game. Those were that was the most competent the Chiefs looked. The first half it looked like the Chiefs of the regular season. I mean. Emo- yes. Travis Kelsey on the yes. sideline getting emotional. Receivers maybe not getting open, dropping passes. The offensive line wasn't playing good. But guess what? The defense, like like they did the whole year, kept them in the game in the first half. They really did. Yeah, and I think that's the one thing that you do. that's the difference between that first time they won and now is their defense was phenomenal. Uh, Spagnola called a great game. I think that again, if I go back to Shanahan, this offensive genius, this greatest coach that ever lived, this all this stuff we had, he. They went three and out three straight times in the in the third quarter. They gave they left points on the board in the first quarter. Uh, they should have been up that that game should have been like twenty one nothing before the halftime before the kickoff uh, before they kicked the field goal. Twenty one nothing. Who who? Oh, the San Francisco had well, well you could say that, but twenty one nothing. The Chiefs fumbled on the ten yard line when it was three nothing. So right. it'd, it'd go twenty one seven. Yeah, no, they should have been up more than seven points at halftime. I will say that. And and then even coming out of halftime, I mean, Mahomes throws they they run that. I forget what the first play out of halftime was. Oh, they uh, they tried to snow, threw that uh, pitch to uh, Pacheco and he fumbled it, it. No, yeah, it was so. It no, was, it wasn't. Right, no, like it, that. It, it was. Um, f- he fumbled. No, no, it was a poor snap. Yes, they started with a poor snap, then they threw a little pass for ten yards over the middle, and then Mahomes throws an interception, and then the the, the Niners next... get the ball, and I think Shanahan's thinking dagger here, dagger yes, here. He was. They go three and out. On three straight passes, they right. don't let they don't run the ball to, to um, McCaffrey. McCaffrey. So yeah, somebody brought up that McCaffrey had the most carries he had all year. But again, the game went overtime and they were running. Going away from McCaffrey, who I th- we had that draft last week. I had McCaffrey as the second pick. Going away and making Purdy try to beat you instead of McCaffrey. I think that's what Spagnola wanted to do, and I think they made that. That's some of the adjustments they made after the first quarter, where they were getting beat up. The defense was getting beat up. You have to admit. And then again, they only gave up 20, what, nineteen total points, which is yeah. not a bad deal. And again, you're right. Chiefs defense. 
They, they won the Super Bowl because their defense was better and their quarterback who, could, who knew how to compete and could win. Who pulled it, and like I said, it's sacrilege here in, in New England to say, but he pulled the Tom Brady. And now if you want to know how like down bad about coaching like some of these people here was, Jay Trev will, will hear from him in a bit. He, he, was, he was apologizing, like he, he was doing revisionist history about Dan Campbell the other week. Saying Dan Campbell, well, at least he stuck to his gun. Shanahan like kind of went away from what he was doing. He was he was so down bad about Shanahan. Who I thought had a pretty good game. He he was talking about Dan Campbell, apolog- apologizing to that idiot. Ugh, Dan Campbell. Well, uh, that's because you love Dan Campbell. All, all our friends out in Detroit. The Jack is still on the we podcast. Got some food here. That's for the uh, wrestling teams coming in. Wow, wrestling. There might be some food for you if you're nice yeah. to them when we leave. But it's the I high school distracted. wrestling team here. Yeah, Jack gets distracted by it. it's like squirrel. By the way, real quick, can you see what's on my forehead right now? No, you can't by the camera. There's a little mark on my forehead. Yeah. it's from banging my head on the ground after Pacheco fumbled. Yeah, that <laughs> the ten yard line. So it, look, we'll talk about my experience. You, do you have any notes? Let's go to my notes. So what I said was I'm going to be so like obviously I had to watch with you guys. It's I'm going to be so annoying. I predicted before the game. At like the end of the first quarter, early in the second quarter, I'm going to get kicked out. I'm going to get kicked out of the room. I'm going to have to go watch somewhere else. And then I'll come back at halftime watch the second quarter. You didn't get kicked out. You exactly left. Exactly what happened. You no, left. Yeah, but it was. It, it was, walked out on me. Oh, uh, it was half and half. It was, it was kicked out, blah, 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 blah. So, <laughs> what, what do you got from the game? All so right, far? So, so here we I'm go. I'm going to dispute this first one because no, I don't think it No, no. Amanda and her mom, we call, we'll call mom right up now. Uh, no, I don't we'll care call, about we'll, them. We'll I think they're right lying too. There's no way I said this. I was never nervous about that game. Pre kickoff, Jack goes pre kickoff. They're going to lose. They're going to lose. They're going to lose. Worst case scenario, then, but I never were said trying, that. You were trying to, to uh, make yourself comfortable, but you did say that. No. No? I don't think I did, but well, yeah, whatever. Do you want to call I, mom right now? But at, when that ball was kicked off, I thought the Chiefs were winning the game, so I don't. I dispute that. You were going to lose. Okay, then um, that was the worst first down play ever by the Chiefs. Uh, was Early that, on. So after they got the fumble, yeah. they, uh, Pacheco left guard minus three. Pacheco was awful last night. Well, He's they terrible. Were, they, were, they, they, they schemed to stop him. I get that, but he couldn't make difference. a guy miss. That's McCaffrey, true. he makes the first guy miss every time. Right, Pacheco, right. Pacheco was massively overrated as a running back, but he's still a good player. But That's true. I think he's a bit overrated. And, okay. I, and I've loved him all year. Okay, and then opinion. my favorite one about the Niners. This team is way too emotional they can't play like this the whole game. Every play is like they just won the Super Bowl. Well, that's what you expect them to do. Okay, and they, they did not. They didn't. They they played pretty well the rest of the day, though. They came out like like the German army in World War II, like loaded up on amphetamines. You know, I've never seen anything like how hyped up they were. And I think, look, if you if you watch during that game, Greenlaw came out of that game. He was he was going bananas nuts, and he ends up hurting him. It's a it's a fluke, but was you could you could attest it to him how bouncy he was and how excited he was to get on the field. That that Achilles injury it was the strangest injury ever. But they were jacked up. Okay, then. and they and by the by by the way by the end of the game their defense was gassed. They were both teams were though. I know. And I think but that's not why like the Chiefs I, got the stop. The 49ers I, didn't. I think that's why the Two Niners stops, took the ball because their their defense had been gassed after that one big drive. And you know we can bitch all we want. No, the Niners took the ball because they didn't know they didn't that's know the bullshit. rules. I think they're here, that's crap. Here we're going to read the quotes. So I don't believe the quotes. I think they're they're covering up for the fact that they 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 just they they. Why they would you well. cover up by making yourself look like an idiot? Because they're idiots. Just say that because, your defense was tired and you don't look like idiots. Okay, here we go. So there are two things here. The chief. The, I think it's um, this is about the Chiefs. The Chiefs' overtime plan worked out exactly how they had hoped, and it wasn't by accident. Kansas City safety Justin Reed told the Ringer that the Chiefs had first discussed the new overtime rules as far back as training camp. Defensive lineman Chris Jones told me players were prepared for what to expect if the Super Bowl went to overtime. We talked through this for two weeks, Jones said, how we was going to give the ball to the opponent, and if they scored, we were going to go for two at the end of the game. We rehearsed it. Then it comes over. The 49ers did not do the same. Multiple San Francisco players said after the game that they were not aware that the overtime rules are different in the playoffs than they are in the regular season, and strategy discussions over how to handle the overtime period did not occur as a team. Defensive lineman Arik Armstead, remember, we couldn't remember his name, yeah. said he learned the yeah. details of the postseason rule when it was shown on the Jumbotron at the stadium during the TV timeout after regulation. Fullback Kyle Juszczyk, is that how you pronounce it? Juszczyk, said yeah. he assumed the 49ers asked to receive when they won the toss because that's what you do in the regular season when a touchdown wins the game. I guess that's not the case. I don't really know the strategy. Okay, couple things, couple points. Number one, the players aren't going to discuss strategy. They have nothing. The players go out and play. The coaches coach. Shanahan's the whole blame goes on Shanahan. However, you remember we talked about having somebody up in the booth who knows what they're doing. Well, I give credit to the Chiefs because they knew exactly what they were going. They, well, they planned for, for it. it. Yeah. But why doesn't San Francisco plan for it? Because Shanahan's too smart an offensive guy. I don't know. I think it's all in the coach. 
There's no the players don't need to know about it. Come on, who cares? If Brock Purdy knows that, oh, coach, you know, I think you're wrong. We should defer here because then we get a chance to go on the fourth down. I think the players do need to know about it, and that's like why the Chiefs win this game. The player, the culture, they have more leaders on their team. Like I know Travis Kelsey looked made himself look like an idiot at one point, but he's a leader. Chris Jones, yeah. who made that quote, he's a leader. Mahomes is a leader. They don't have a guy like that on, on the 49ers are going to step up. Kyle Shanahan said they elected to take the ball to start the overtime so that they would be assured the ball should the game right, have, right. Go, have been tied after the first two possessions. By that point, it would have been sudden death. But if what the Chiefs are saying is true, it was never going to get to that point because they were going to go to two for two and either win the game or lose the game. So if the, if the 49ers score a touchdown and then yeah. the Chiefs come score a touchdown, for game's over right. no matter what because they're either losing or they're winning. Right. They're not going right. to let you they decide. Were but that's why they would have gone for two because they were gassed anyway, the defense. Okay, let's go back because we talk about pre- preparation in the next quote. First quarter was terrible, terrible, terrible. Three and outs, no run, no pass, no nothing. Second quarter is just about as bad. Andy Reid just wasn't prepared for this game, I quote Mr. Boyle. Yeah, no, he wasn't. He wasn't until he were. was. No, at he the end of the you day, just though, said I, they were prepared for the. They were, they were prepared for that sort of stuff, but overall game plan. Shanahan had a better game plan. He was more ready for the game than than Reed was. Now the there's more to preparing than just the X's and the O's. There's all the other stuff, which is where Shanahan made himself look like an idiot. But Andy Reed and and, and Matt Nagy and and whoever's designed the plays. They were not ready for what the 49ers were going to throw at them. They weren't. Okay, but they were prepared. They did prepared. nothing in the first they half. Pre- they threw they a bomb. The That's it. They made the adjustments. All right, next. At 348 in the first period, they're going to score here. Chiefs have got to wake up. And they did wake up. They didn't score. Then they, my, didn't? They, they did not score. Then one of my favorite ones of all time. Hit him hard. He'll get hurt. McCaffrey is the biggest baby. He screwed Matt Rule. That's yeah. I love that one. Okay, that is my favorite quote of the night. He, he screwed Matt Rule. This guy. Now he get he got hit hard a couple times. McCaffrey. He doesn't get hurt. He was he totally sold out in Carolina. He sold out in Carolina. Hundred percent. Probably did. So screw him. Probably did. All Thanks, right. Mark. All right. Now, uh, one minute left in the first. There they are getting worked by this offensive line, and they were uh, the <laughs> defense. They were. I agree with that in the first. Then at 14.48 of the second period, got to play football, boys. And I looked at you and I said, I think that's what we're playing. Yeah, but everyone knows what I meant there. I everyone got knows. All right. And then my favorite time of the whole time. Down and then look, if, if you look at his, if we, if, if we look at his head over there, down on the floor after the check of fumble, that's how the Chiefs lost this year. Then I say, just please go sit down. And then he goes to me, go expletive yourself. And left the room. Yeah. No, I, you, Just as no, he predicted. I was explaining it. And no, what happened was Amanda got mad at me for celebrating a 50 yard pass. Like the biggest play of the game. I got, I, I, I was like, yeah, screamed, yeah. And I got yelled at for doing that. And I was, what, what? And then I had my head down on the ground banging it for probably the whole commercial break. I didn't catch any of the commercials. No, you I think didn't. that might have been when the Duncan commercial was on when I was banging my head on the ground after the Pacheco fumble. But no, it, it, it was deserved. And then when I went upstairs, I missed the Kelsey incident when I was going upstairs because that's when the yeah, Kelsey incident yeah. happened. Yeah. So those. Those were the ones I took. Then he, then he, then he, they actually calmed down a little bit. Came down, was still out, set up in the in the bleachers at the house there on the addition, and uh, he, um, it was nervous. I think the overtime was really. I loved the overtime, and it was just we, you know, you're you're nervous, and I was rooting for the Chiefs all the way. So you're nervous, but Mahomes just again, he's he's just in, he's in another world, just like Tom Brady was, just like Montana was, who could take his team from the depths of despair to the victory. Uh, and again, I think you made a great point. It was sort of like watching what what you the, what you were hearing was what the uh, Patriot fans probably felt, or the, the when Atlanta choked, right? No, it wasn't just Atlanta. It was every single time. Well, it was when choked. they were down ten to Jacksonville. It was when they were down ten to Seattle. It was when blah blah blah. It was just all the all the final drives that I used to see with Brady, and I saw Patriots fans complain about this when they were the last drive of the fourth quarter. So to get the ball back there. An, an amazing play by McDuffie, who had a phenomenal game besides the one hold that really hurt them, and an amazing play call by Spags. Because if they get a first down there on, on that third and fourth, the game's probably over. They're probably going to run the clock out and, yeah. and kick a field goal. Right. I know Chiefs still had two timeouts, but he makes the play, they get the ball back. When they're coming down the field when Mahomes is the ball, they're playing like prevent zone defense. Every Patriot fan's mad at this. It's like this That's is everybody did with Brady. This is what I used to scream about with Tom Brady all the time. It's like, why are you playing zone? Why are you playing prevent defense? Why are you doing this? Why are you why are you letting him make these throws? So it was just funny. It was it was 
it's amazing how much it's like how much like watching the Chiefs is probably is like watching the Patriots. And I root against Patriots. I root for the Chiefs. It it's 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 right. very rewarding. <laughs> right. All right. So that's the the, the commentary because he went nuts on us. Then he came back. He was loud. Man, I got mad. You know, you were over the top every once in a while. I I, I understand what, and that's what pissed me off. Just I just want you to sit down, and calm no, down. So There's a lot of game left to be played now as we get into the second half. They kicked the field goal, going to halftime, down ten three. Uh, then then whatever. I guess the um, the Mount Rushmore of Usher rappers came out, right? Ludacris, Usher. Yeah, I guess Big Boy I, Party. I have nothing to say about Usher. It was he played like he kept he played like a trillion songs. Just play your hits and. And play your play your full song hits and get out of there. So then you figure they're coming out at halftime, they get the ball to start the half. They're gonna march down the field, tie the game up, and boy, those first two possessions, the second you know, half were horrible. Yeah, but the the good thing is the forty uh, the the Chiefs 49ers. defense was dominating there too. So yeah, the forty kept them alive. Probably even worse. I'm just looking at the stats. The the um they ran uh, total plays. The the, the Chiefs ran seventy nine total plays to seventy one. I bet you it was way worse at first half. Well, the Chiefs didn't run many plays. No, 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 no. But in the third, in the third, in the third quarter, I think that the uh, Niners went out three and out three times in a row, right? Yeah, something like that. It so, was, yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. Again, it was a weird game. I, I would say it was not a great game up until the fourth, middle of the fourth quarter and beyond, when Purdy did take them down and score that touchdown. Uh, there were a few penalties there to date at them, uh, and then Mahomes come down. and should have scored, but they kicked the field goal to tie the game. Then it was a really exciting overtime because they 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 ate up only two drives the whole quarter got eaten up so that's where we are with that I think we're any any real quick before you get in hold of Jay Trev which we're hoping Jack's got a list of questions for him and then I'll answer those questions well, too as he asks so them. you talk about it wasn't a great game it ended up at the at the like it, it, it the first three quarters were a little bit like I guess if you're like a casual fan bad but as someone who's so invested in it it was great to me right if you're on this that's what but. I mean, it end, it, at, the, at the end of the day, it's one of the best Super Bowls ever. Honestly, it is. Just the way well, they go over time, blah, that, blah, right, blah, right. blah. Right. It, it's a lot like how everyone talks about the previous World Cup final as being one of the best World Cup finals ever. For 80 minutes, that was the worst soccer game of all time. It was yeah. France couldn't get a kick in. But what happened in from minute 80 to the end of regulation and in extra time. It became one of the greatest games ever. It's just like what happened in this football game. It's right. all about the end. Right, and again, the casual fan is watching. The, the, the casual fans watch the Super Bowl different than we are, and I I totally agree with you on that. Uh, but it was a stinker for three quarters, and, and because any game would go overtime, only the second time in the history of the NFL went to overtime, and it didn't get to one. It got to three, but not to one. Right? It was a three-point differential. Yeah, the theater of football is just great. So we are gonna go. Uh, I'm, gonna, our, I'm gonna text him right now. We're texting our, before, before we start. I NFL expert Jay J- Trev. Uh, uh, what what do you think of Tony Romo last night? He was funny. I thought he was horrendous last uh, night. You know what? He he night. had his he had his moments. Talks too much. He made some weird things. He, he had did, his moments. He, he did this. He had his moments. Oh my God! Here's Tony Romo. All we have on the board is a field goal. Take it to the commercial there, Tony. Take it to the commercial. Oh my God! It's, I couldn't believe that. Honestly, he's singing on the broadcast. It's like, dude, Jim. There's no way Jim Nance likes him. I, I wonder. I wonder if we're gonna get banged for having that song on. No way. You never know. No. It doesn't matter. We're not going to pay for it anyway. No, we, we'll, we'll call out to all our fans to help us pay for that stuff. I, I said something last week that could have got us banned. I'm not going to say what it was, but that we're not going to repeat. I'm, I'm still alive right now because the Chiefs won. Right. That's true. Take uh, the Yeah, hint. that's true. That's true. Yeah. All right. So uh, we got no, list about questions. Romo. Uh, Greg, what do you think of Romo? Well, Jim Nance would have said by now if he wasn't coming back. I I, I don't know what the contract situation is, but they, they should go get Greg Olson. Greg Olson, Jim. Greg Olson's doing real good. He doesn't overtalk. He doesn't get in the way of the game, really. Like Romo seems to have been getting in the way of the game. I used to love Romo. I thought he was the best ever when he came first. Then, but it's just become too much. I don't know what it is. He, yeah. It's like he enjoys the game too much, is what they say. It's he weird. still does a great job with the analyst side of the game. Um, and what were we watching? JJ Redick with the. Uh, I watched a little of the Celts the other night before the game. Redick did a good job. In talking as a guard and talking about, it. and I think that's what you want from analysts. You want analysts to come out and say, you know, this is what you got to expect. This is what you're going to see. He did go. He gets a little funky every once in a while, but you know what? That's what you got to live with it. And Greg Olson's great first year, second year, third year, fourth year. Then, then you just get it's the same thing. It's repetitive and repetitive, just like almost anybody else, except for Eckersley with you. So, have we hear back from Jay Trevor now? No, we have not. Um... What else do we have to talk about? Oh, that, that that final drive, I mean, that, that Kansas City drive was just, it was awesome to watch. I mean, the fourth and one play where he where he, he makes that run and they keep it in his hand. They, fourth and one, they go to the shotgun. Brilliant. Uh, there was a third and six 
where actually Romo was good here for the, like the only time in the game, where he's like, they got all these guys up on the line, they're going to drop back into coverage, and they end up blitzing, and when they blitz, Romo goes, oh no, and, yeah. and Mahomes hits Rice coming across the middle, they pick up like 15 yards the first down. Kelsey had a few big catches, I saw... So you know what we should do? It was it was on Zolak's show today. I was listening to the podcast that comes out. And Zolak and, and the host there, Beetle, they were talking about how Kelsey's so washed up and Yeah, wa- washed up. No, washed yeah. up is like he ended up leading the he ended up with like nine receptions for ninety three yards. He had more yards than IU Kittle and um Samuel combined. Right, right. He 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 had some big right. plays. He dominated the Ravens. What do you mean he's washed up? Because he didn't have the best regular season. He a hundred percent is still if I'm taking tight ends, I'm taking him over everyone else in the NFL. George Kittle. Ooh, cool. You can block. What do you have? One catch for two yards? George Kittle was a disgrace. The other a disgrace. The other play you we we failed to mention is the scramble that Mahomes went like for twenty five yards. I thought he was gonna score. Uh, when it initially happened, and that was that was one of the bigger plays of the game as well. That set the field goal up, which knew they were going to win. Not they going to win. They were going to tie. The worst they were going to do was tie. They only had that one-fourth and one-two, I think, on that drive. They did a good job mixing plays up. His receivers were getting open. He was hitting his receivers. Again, the defense was gassed for both teams, and you could tell that by the pressure. There wasn't much pressure put on in the overtime, either, either Purdy or Mahomes. And I think one of the things that had happened in the first couple quarters was, you know, Bosa and um, Armstead and who's the other guy, the big guy, the defensive lineman, were making, doing a good How job. How about Chase Young, yeah. who, who, like, got benched last week because he wasn't trying against the Lions? He was phenomenal. Yeah, he, was. he was. He was. He was probably even better than Bosa. He was. Yes. He was. He was incredible. I agree there. I incredible. Agree with that. I agree with that. And I do think uh, the the injury to Greenlaw it probably helped free up Kelsey a little bit. They started looking for him more, and yeah. he just had a great second half. And adds to the legacy of Travis Kelsey. Adds to the legacy of the Kansas City Chiefs. Adds to the legacy of Andy Reid. Adds to the legacy of Patrick Mahomes that is growing. And that's true. It, it's a dynasty now. And. Three peat. That's true. Yeah, well, uh, it's hard to do that, but we'll see. No uh, one's ever done it. How many teams do you think have had a chance? See well, how smart you yeah, are. Yeah, I mean, there's like four, or five. five. I think it is. Yeah. Well, another thing about but then wait, teams get so old I do, quick. I do, I did mention Zolak earlier. I found it was like halftime when the Chiefs were losing. I found Zolak's Twitter. It was. It just. It. It encapsulated what these Patriot fans are. It was. It was the Patriot. Are like, you going to read it to me? Whininess. So I got to read it in the start of it. Let me hear it. So the start goes, um, it, it must have been after, I think it was after he assaulted Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey. He tweets, LOLOL, show her now, talking about Taylor Swift. Next, love the way the game is going. Go 49ers. Next, in all caps, F yes. Next, if Reid has balls, bench Kelsey. He was desperate to get Kelsey benched. Next, so if he's washed, washed up, why do you want to bench so bad? Right, uh, right. Next, show her. Show her with exclamation points talking about Taylor Swift. Next, uh, a video. He retweeted a video of Travis Kelsey assaulting Andy Reid. Next, Gronk never beat up Belichick. (laughs) Next, so this must be after the trick play or something when they scored the touchdown with McCaffrey. This is effing awesome. Next, wow. Next, after halftime when um, Mahomes throws the interception. Yes, in all caps. Brady, my ass. Yeah, I know. Brady Brady never threw an interception in the Super Bowl. Never, never never did. That's next. Next, uh, a video of he he comments on a video of Goodell talking to Taylor Swift, which was pregame. This is like midway through the third quarter. He yeah, he, he, quote he, tweet, he quote tweets it and goes frauds. Next, he retweets a tweet saying Ravens have to be sick seeing the Chiefs with just three points so far. Yeah. the Ravens didn't score any points either. Next, all caps, run the ball. Next, yeah. wow, Romo is bad. <laughs> hey, we agree. <laughs> we agree. Next, oh my God. in all caps, unbelievable. Purdy. Ice in his veins. We haven't talked about Purdy yet. He'll next. be next. Bosa and Purdy are Bosa. MVPs right now. Next. The kicker was the MVP, by the way. Yes, in all caps. Yeah. Next. Well, the kicker kind of after. Yeah. Next. Yeah, true. Really, Romo? Your mindset is different from being down three as to down four? CBS needs to do something. Next. This is where he really, really was getting mad. Did he say Kelsey has put the team on his back? My God, Romo is bad. Then he retweets, Tony Romo does commentary like he's paid by the word. <laughs> Next, another F yes. Then, come on. Then, F yes, Brock Purdy. Then, the game ends. Puke. Yeah. Well, he deserves to puke. And wait. He can't, what? Before, what, before saying one? something nice, kind of, he retweets a guy who tweets, Congrats to Patrick Mahomes for definitively passing Peyton Manning only on the all-time QB rankings. Yeah. <laughs> and then, 
His last tweet, Hunt family a class act and runs it the right way. Great quarterback and great team. Go get a cheeseburger, Andy, super coach. I'd hire Spags tomorrow. And then he does retweet one more thing. Three more for Mahomes, and we can start the conversation. Four more, and the debate can begin. Yeah, everybody everybody talks <laughs> that. You know, it, it's, the debate it's, is so it's annoying. So, yeah, Who it's, cares? It's, some, kid asked me, some kid at school asked me today, well, you're the coach, you're Coach Reed, and he does that. What are you going to do? I said, listen, I'm going to take it as it's the heat of the game. I'm sure that's the relationship he has with the, with the, with the player. You know, and I think it was worse because Reed wasn't waiting for it, almost got knocked over. But they were pissed, and Rice was pissed at um, and Mahomes right after the re- re- like the final uh, regulation. Time. Oh, yeah, he's wide open. You know, wide open. Them. He got pissed. I think that's just the communication that they have. And you know, you, you can you can doubt Andy Reid back in the two uh, thousands when he had the Eagles, but you can't doubt him now. He's done a great job maneuvering a really great franchise quarterback and a great franchise team to, to win three Super Bowls in five years. So what are you going to do, you know? Yeah, so I've said it before. We're going to talk to Jay Trav, and he, like I said, he used to be the Are we biggest... ever going to get Jay Trav? No, nah, probably not. He's, he's, put, he's Tommy T in us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he used to be the biggest Andy Reid hater that ever existed. Now he everybody loves him. He's a loser, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it just shows coaching's coaching, but if you don't have that quarterback— right. You're right. not going to win. You're just not. Right, and it's the same thing here in New England. They don't get a quarterback. They're not going to win. Uh, let's go to Purdy real quick because he's the one guy. Uh, first of all, i got to give McCaffrey a lot of, you know, we, you bitch about him getting hurt for, and screwing my buddy Matt Rule. But you got to give him a lot of credit. He he led the team in receiving and rushing, and if they would let him throw, he would have led the team in passing as well. So, But let's go to Brock Purdy. He is they, – they, they were kissing his butt the whole first half – Oh, he's got great spatial awareness. He's got this. He's got that. He's got that. He's got this. Is that? And he didn't win. So what? What does spatial awareness do if you don't win? I, I was. I'm. I'm I yeah, stop looking at the food. Stop looking at the food out there for the wrestling team. Do I have to put a curtain up over here? I wish there was. Then I, I then I'd be locked in. What'd you say? Repeat. I'm not repeating. Okay. Then we talked about Purdy has a great spatial awareness, but he's not. He can't win. You know. So no, he, th- he there's can something win. Out. I mean, you just you don't want to play Mahomes. He can win. He's what he's. I guess he's a little bit better than I thought he was. Like he's not gonna. Th- there's not. There wasn't a fifty percent chance he threw up on himself. He wasn't gonna throw up on himself. But he doesn't have that ability to really go win you the game like Mahomes did. So I, you do what you do. He's on his rookie contract for I think another two years. I'm asking Trevor about that a little bit. You got to win then with him. But I, again, it it is what it is. It's like he's good, but he's not great. And those quarterbacks don't win often. They don't. Right, and they were trying to. That, that was the thing about. Uh... The third quarter, he was trying to get Purdy to win instead of going with his, his bread and butter, which would have been McCaffrey. And they went nine plays and didn't get any yards. So, yeah, we'll see. Give the kids some credit. He made the Super Bowl, and uh, they'll have they'll be back next year. But did are they like our friends from Baltimore? Has their time run out? Well, no, because I, I I would take Lamar over him. I think because I, 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 oh, I, I would too. I think he make more plays and all that, but. The thing is, like, so what Mahomes did this year and how they won, like, you're never going to win like that with with Purdy. So this is this is the tweet about like Mahomes and the Chiefs in this year. Scariest part about the Super Bowl is that this was supposed to be the not the, like the down year for the Chiefs. Mahomes was the most expensive cap hit in the NFL. His O line was weakened. His wide receiver one was a rookie. They were forced to play six straight games at a rest disadvantage, week 12 through 17. The only time a team had to do that in NFL history. They had to play in Germany. They didn't get a first round bye. They played on the road in the divisional round as an underdog. They played on the road in the conference championship game as an underdog. They were underdogs in the Super Bowl and were losing by double digits. It was the toughest path to a Super Bowl ever based on, like, DVOA, which is like a Jay right, Trev right, stat. Right, right, And they Trev. still won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And you, it, don't, you don't win the Super Bowl with Purdy having the highest right, cap hit in the right. NFL. You don't. So the question, I thought I saw a graphic last night that they're, like, the fourth youngest team in the league. Is the that Chiefs, true? They've yeah. drafted. I mean, they've drafted, yeah, they drafted phenomenally well. Right. well. And that's the kid, Borgonzi. We can ask Jay Trev about him. Maybe uh, the, the Patriots, Beach. instead of sticking it's their a, heads up Jay their Trev, asses, would have hired him. Jay Trev was like rooting against like the uh, the Chiefs. Like his life was dependent on his buddy. His uh, buddy that's because there. those they're all sucker fans for uh, the Patriots, and you don't want Tom Brady to be challenged. You know what? But then why is everyone tweeting? Why is everyone tweeting about Tom Brady? And San like, Francisco why is fans. everyone so defensive about Tom Brady? Then if, if it's not even close, why is everyone rooting against Kansas City so much if it's not even close? Because he is on track. He is, he is doing right. things. He is you can say he's the greatest quarterback you ever saw. You know, maybe not the greatest career you ever saw, but you have a case to make. He's the greatest quarterback you right, ever saw. Right. You do. And it's just like LeBron right. versus Jordan. It almost it really is. Going back to back. All right. Jay Trev is available. So, okay, we're, gonna so we're gonna we're gonna call Jay Trev right now. Jack's got a list of uh, ten questions. We're gonna do that. Um here he comes. Do you want me to say hi to him? Uh yeah, I got no, no. Oh yeah, he's ringing ringy one ringy dingy, as we would say on laughing. Oils. Yo, Jay Trev, what's up, buddy? 
What's going on, Jim? Good to hear you. But where are you in New Hampshire, or Maine, or are you at uh, up in uh, Lady Gaga's house? I'm currently in Maine. Lady All right, Gaga's is your dad house. there? Up in the boonies. Is your pops yeah, there? He's somewhere. Oh, he's well, tell him there. I want to get him on right we're done with you. Because I right. haven't talked to him for a while. It'll be fun. Oh, my God. He doesn't have to know it's on the air yet. But Jack is, uh, you know, Jack has uh, set up a whole list of questions that you and I are going to answer as we go through them. And uh, okay. we'll see what happens. But really appreciate your uh, your time here, J. Trev. Got to get you to the studio for your pretty mug when we when we get to some dead time in the spring. So, Jack, I'll let it up to you. I got about 15 questions here. So the first one I'm going to start with, and, and you'll know more about this than we will. Like, uh, how was the 49ers defense able to give Mahomes and the Chiefs so much trouble in the first, like, three and a half quarters of that game? Well, um, you know, I kind of I kind of gave defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes a little crap for how he handled the fourth quarter in overtime, but I got to give credit where credit's due. Um, that plan for the first three quarters was excellent. Um what Mahomes does best is um, you know, he's a create he's a creator outside of the pocket, and mm, totally agree with you. In terms of the mental part of his game, that's where he's really underrated. And the 49ers were just confusing him, um, providing him different looks, and they weren't letting him escape the pocket. Um, I thought Nick Bosa was the best player on the field for a lot of that game last night. Yeah. Um, for the first three quarters mm-hmm. and you know, he didn't, but you look at the stats and he didn't have, I don't, I don't even know if he had a sack, but every time you looked, um, Romo was talking about on the broadcast, he was setting the edge. He wasn't letting Mahomes escape, you know, to his right. Like he likes to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they just did a good job of, you know, Romo kept saying on the broadcast, you know, his internal clock was sped up. They just did a good job of mixing things up, um, keeping everything in front of them and, you know, making things easy, make not making things easy for Mahomes pre-snap. I think you say the right thing. Uh, just the setting the edge by Bosa, and, and then they had Chase Young on the other side, right? They were uh, he was getting not a lot of opportunities to get quickly get outside, and then when he would when he would try to get on the edge, Bosa was always there to force off the middle to uh, defenders. What changed though, in reality? Was what do you think changed? I think a lot changed the fact that Reed and and made some adjustments in trying to get because they were dropping back in the zone. Reed made a lot of adjustments, some quick passes uh, to the to the running back and to the tight ends, which sort of opened it up a little bit. Do you think what did change though? Because it, it obviously changed in the last two or three drives. Yeah, I think some of the Chiefs' better better playmakers um, didn't really have much of an impact early on. Um, the Kelsey Kelsey looked like his yard total was going way under uh, for the majority of the game, and you know it, it was a good thing that Andy Reid and um, you know the guys remembered that they had the best tight end in the game on their side. So I mean that's a simple answer. Um, they got him involved, um, but you know I think Andy Reid um, he's known as an opening script guy. Yes. Like you know like a first fifteen plays, first couple drives. You give him time to prepare, but honestly, it wasn't even impre- what was impressive for Reed this week was how he adjusted. Right. Um, the first few drives outside the half, they didn't do much. The Niners kept them quiet. Still, the yes. Chiefs also kept the Niners quiet. So, you know, it kind of remained a one possession game for a little while there. But late into that third quarter, the entire fourth quarter, and overtime, the Niners stopped having those answers. Um, Reed adjusted really well. Um, All right, Jack. Yeah. Good answer. Question number two, Jack. Well, Jay Trev knocked out two of the two questions I had in his answer there. I awesome, had who was the best player on San Fran. Your answer is Bosa, right? So, What's the second uh, question. Yeah, Bosa. And then Bosa. the other the other one was kind of a joke question because you were complaining about this. I said, do you actually think Steve Wilkes should be fired? And that's obviously no. No, I, no, oh. I, I don't. All okay. right, um, Mr. Emotional. But, but I I do. The Niners defense for you know. At least the first half of the year, I thought was the best or the second best defense in football with the Ravens. But after week nine, they were 22nd in EPA. I know you love that stat. <laughs> Environmental uh, protection expect, agency expected stat? points added. Okay. The Niners were a below average defensive unit for the last half of the year. Mm-hmm. And they didn't look, I mean, they didn't look terrible against the Packers and the Lions, but they weren't the same unit that they were. And. Excellent. You know, they, they deserve credit for doing what they did to the Chiefs for majority of the game, but I really didn't like Wilkes's. I mean, 
like I, I was just I'm talking out of two sides of my mouth. You I don't think uh, uh, that, Jay, Trav, you, you don't think Wilkes made the adjustments once the adjustments were made? Is what you're saying? He sort of stuck yes. his guns. Okay. Yes. All right, Jack. Second, next question. Uh, what, what, what was up with uh, Debo, Ayuk, and Kittle in that game? Do you think it was just the Chiefs' defense second every everything, but they really did not have good games, especially um, Kittle. Yeah, um, K- Kittle being as little involved as he was was mind-boggling to me. Um, the thing that really stood out about Kittle is he dominates in the run game, mm-hmm. but there were multiple instances of Kittle getting blown up at the point of attack. Um, the Chiefs' front, you know, totally, you know, took him out of the game in the run game, and I think that's part of the reason why Shanahan went away from it. Some of those outside runs weren't working as well. Um, you know, I I'm, I contend that they were running the ball pretty well downhill, and they should have stuck with it more. Yeah. But um, that I think Kittle in the run game, he's the best blocking tight end in football. He, I don't know if he was injured or or what, but he wasn't. He wasn't himself in that game. Jay, um, Trev, Debo, I, Debo was just shut down by McDuffie. Um, I think McDuffie was yeah. hey, one the, of the best players on that field. I had him as Super then, Bowl MVP until the, the Mahomes drive, honestly. I, I was saying he was yeah. the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, but then he made that whole— And then uh, Mahomes obviously deserved real, it. On the, on the Kittle thing, Kittle did bang up his shoulder, went back to the locker room, and got taped up, I think. That was at the end. No, but he was still banged up. And I, th- I just I lay the blame on the coach or the quarterback not getting those guys involved. And and so when we get if we get to the the Shanahan Purdy mix with Jack's questions, we'll answer to that. But I think that coach and quarterback um, take a lot of the blame for not getting all those guys. Although Jennings had a really great game for him because that he was getting the coverage of the weaker um, defender. Jack, next question. Yep. Uh, Purdy game grade. What what would you grade his game? There we go. One to ten. Ah, uh, no. ABC. A- 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 B- C- D. Yeah, no, obviously not a D, but yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go B minus. Okay. Um, I thought Purdy was excellent for majority of the first half. Um, he didn't have to do a ton, um, but he made some nice throws to the intermediate parts of the field. Um, yeah, I thought he made some nice changes at the line. Um, you know, it wasn't like Shanahan was calling the play, and you know, he he was he was doing his part too. Um, at the line of scrimmage, but in the second half, when things just things sped up for him a little bit, you could tell. And when those plays outside of structure had to be made, there were a few passes that were tipped at the line that you know, never had a shot of being completed. So I think some of those physical limitations that Purdy does have kind of showed up there. So you and gave then, him a you know, B plus, it, it, you said J-J. B minus, B minus, B minus. I go C plus because I think when it comes to, when when you want a quarterback to win the game, he just didn't have the 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 ability to actually be the person who won the game, and then if we get to the next, when well, we get to the McCaffrey stuff, we'll go there. All right, I want I want to try some here. I want to see if I can play a clip, and it still lets lets us hear. You can't. No. I can't play a clip while I'm on a call. I don't think so. Well, we we're going to try it. Here we go, Jay Trev. This is a big you, experiment. Tell me if you can hear this, Jay Trev. Coach in the NFL. If you had to pick one coach right now, can you hear that, Jay Trev? Or no. I cannot. Okay. It it was just your quote talking about Shanahan, best coach in the NFL. What at the end of the game? At the end of the day, what are your what are your thoughts on Shanahan? Like I know at the end of the game you're pissed, but what do you what do you think of Shanahan right now? Uh, did you guys see the quote that a lot of the players didn't know the overtime rules? Yeah, we read that and, earlier. Yeah, that's getting well, thrown under the bus by like, your players. I I just feel like that's a that's a glaring indictment of game management game preparation mm-hmm. um that's what i that's said just football 101 but the um, question jay Trev, can i interrupt there real quick yeah so why the hell do the players have to know what the rules are the coach knows the rules he makes the decisions the players just play i mean the kansas city they talked about having a set plan but that's because that's what andy Reid did but so the onus of it the players who so the play he could have come out and said i knew the exact rules but of the coach he still was an made idiot. the wrong decision yeah i agree with you but yeah. uh, go, go <laughs> jay i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt no, no, that's a great disclaimer, and I agree. Um, but I, think, I just thought that was a ne- like an extra. That was just, you know, a way to see that Shanahan, you know, really wasn't ready for right. that moment. Um, I don't know. Apparently, the defense. I mean, not apparently. They definitely were gassed at the end because of that long Kansas City drive, and you know, sending yes. them right back out on the field might not have been the best thing. But I still think. You know, you send them back out there, and you know you get some more information available to you. You know, even if even if Kansas City goes down and they score a touchdown, I mean, you know what you got to do. So I just, with the new rules, I just didn't think there was any benefit to you know taking the ball there. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, but again, like so, Jack Jack had said that if Kansas City had gotten sec going second and they would have gone for two to end the game, I I think that the logic is, it's like with Belichick, he only has Ernie Adams upstairs who was helping him with all those intricate things. I think coaches are are reluctant because they sometimes I think they're too smart for their own good. They're reluctant yep. to rely on help, and uh, you know it costs him. He's blown two ten ten point leads, and he was the offense coordinator who. Had Matt Ryan throwing the ball up by 18 points, or whatever it was, with eight points, where all they needed was a field goal to uh, to win the game against the Patriots. So his legacy yep. is as not doing too well in the big time. Jack, what do you got no. next? All right, just real quick thoughts on uh, San Fran's future. What what do they got going on? You think they can win it? You think they'll win a championship with Brock Purdy? Yes or no? Yes, I think they can. Do you think they will? Yeah, I th- I think they get over the hump and win one of the next two. And I say next two because that's. That's Purdy's rookie contract window. Um, and, you know, that's also probably the last two years of Trent Williams' career. Um, you know, the way Debo plays, he might be aging out after that too. So I, I really think this is the core to do it. Um, they're a great drafting team. With all the with all the minorities that have left in the front office, they have a lot of comp picks coming up from the Rooney rule. So they have plenty of avenues to add talent around the edges. Um Pretty much here, I'm I'm banking on Shanahan, um, you know, refining his overall coaching ability and matching up his X's and O's ability, which I think is the best in the league. And I overrated. I didn't practice what I preached, um, you know, all those years with Andy Reid. Question. Um, okay, keep going, I, 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 I do think, I think Shanahan gets over the hump and um, they get it done because roster talent-wise, um, you know, the they're right up there. But um, what's the lifespan of their best player, really? What 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 are they? Is, do you think McCaffrey lasts two more years? The beating that he takes, um, because that, it, without McCaffrey to dump the ball, Purdy's Purdy's just a puddle of crap if he doesn't have McCaffrey. Hey, that's, that's not true. Opinion. It's not a puddle of crap. He's just an he's a puddle player. of Purdy. That's all. He's, yeah, he's Mac Jones. What do you think? Yeah, no, that's another good point. Um, yeah, I'm actually mad I didn't bring that up, but that's why you that's had me, another... J. Triff. That, that is why I have you. Um, but I think I think that fits perfectly into that two-year window. Um, yep. I can't see him lasting much longer outside of those two years. But, you know, I really think I, – I mean, all the stars align this year. And, and statistically, a lot of advanced numbers. Right. They yep. were the second best team in the league behind the Ravens and easily the best team in the NFC. And if they couldn't beat the Chiefs this year, it's tough to see them beating mm-hmm. them another year. But, you know – you I'm just know. gonna, I'm gonna go on a limb and say they get it done. Just you know, right. if they keep getting cracks at it. Next question, Jack. All right, switching up a little bit. You've been on the sidelines in the NFL for what two, three years? I don't know how many. Uh, have you ever seen a coach get attacked by a player? No, I never saw anything like that. <laughs> that was that was something else. No. What are your thoughts I, on even, that? No, even on I don't. I've never even seen something like that on video. I don't think, and mm-hmm. it, it's it's not some schmuck coach. It's Andy Reid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. Yeah, I think Kelsey's well, the only guy who could do that. I explain yeah, it exactly. I explain um, it. I explain it this way: Andy Reid's a veteran coach, and he's probably gives his his veteran superstars a lot of leeway to, to to speak up in meetings and everywhere else. And he was just pissed at him. I think it it, it the overblown part is it was just, Reed just wasn't looking, and 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 Kelsey came in really hot, high and hard, and knocked him off a little bit, but. And he went nuts. But, you know, I think that just comes down to why he's such a great coach. The players have a lot of trust in him, and the players have a lot of uh, – he lets the players voice their opinions. Sort of like Theo Epstein listens to everybody working. <laughs> I have to get a Red Sox clip yeah. in there somewhere. All right, yeah. le- le- legacy talk. You're going to need a number here. Uh, how many quarterbacks as of February 12, 2024, rank above Mahomes all time? Oh, that's a great question, Jack. One. You oh have, wow! So you have him uh, over Montana. That that I mean, that was the only thought I had in my head, and I I do, I think I put him there. What Montana had four, correct? Yes. Yeah. Um. So, I, like, say if he get if Mahomes gets five, I'm like it's the same thing with LeBron and MJ. Like that that discussion. Like LeBron has it's two like, less, but he, he's still in that discussion. Like I think if Mahomes gets to five, he could be in that Brady discussion. Anyways, that that's irrelevant. But he, what I'm saying is, he has one less than Montana. I think that puts him in that, you know, in that uh, right. tier. Right. And like, I think correct. his his just natural abilities. I think give him that edge. 
Yeah. Just like Jack and Tiger, I just want to throw another name out there of greatness. Yeah, uh, that's a great eras. one. And, you know, Brady actually did play in the same era as um, as Mahomes. But the other guy, that, the, the most disrespected quarterback in the history of quarterbacks is my good buddy Terry Bradshaw, won four Super Bowls in six All right. years. All right, we're not doing this Terry Bradshaw thing again. He's not Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. All right. I, I heard that. I, I got a quick question for you guys. Yeah. I heard this one earlier. Um, if you if you were Mahomes, if you were in his position, would you have traded one of the last two Super Bowl wins? So you, you either chalk it up as not making it or a loss to have two in exchange for winning that AFC championship game against Brady and then having the possibility of winning that Super Bowl. I say no. Well, no. Okay. If you would only have two Super Bowls, you, you, I'd take the three over two, but uh, he probably would have well, liked to have beat, no. he would have liked to have beat Brady, which he no, never it, did. It would, yeah. It would, it would be three over two, but then you'd be going you'd be going on to that Super Bowl. So it'd be three over two. Oh, and well, they the would have won that game easily. They would have killed the Ram Rams. They would. But the other thing, again, again with football, it's so we we. I'm going to put it this way: you're always looking at quarterback against quarterback. Well, the quarterback is playing the defense of the other team. Not Mahomes has never yeah. played against Brady. Correct. And Reed played. Reed focused one up against um, Belichick, and then Reed went up against Arians on the two Brady issues. But the problem with the so AFC, I don't think that's really an issue. That AFC Championship mm-hmm. game it was decided on a coin flip in overtime. Whoever got the ball there was going to win. Yeah, right. I, I mean, agree. With that. Yeah. Mahomes did nothing wrong in the second half to lose that game. So I mean, D Ford line. No. Right. I go. I go real simple. That I take the three, not the two. Three is a bigger number than two. And you know what? You didn't beat Brady. Didn't beat Brady. Tough. Tough noogies. But freaking yeah. Brady never beat Eli Manning either. So what the hell? Well, JJ kind of ruined it because he said he can. He can kind of catch him with five but uh, this is a little joke question if Mahomes links up with Alex Guerrero do you think Brady should be worried <laughs> oh, I don't even know how to address that I don't even think you want to answer <laughs> I, I, that Jay Trev I just had to get that in all right what uh, do you like the new overtime rules I do yeah I think yeah, they're great. I mean they needed serious refinement you know I mean that Bill's Chiefs game from two years ago yeah and like right the, away. the Patriots Chiefs game right. too which I, I have a made. question for you Jay Trev that that the way those rules are are the college overtime rules which is better I like the NFL okay. just because you know you bring the whole field into play. Correct, correct. I agree with you. I, the college rules, I think, are kind it's of gimmicky, stupid. Yeah, yeah. But they, but yes, it's college exactly. kids. Well, that was that was a great um, overtime, which a whole the last ha- quarter and a half, which a full overtime quarter and the half of the fourth quarter, great. Everything else, I think, stunk. Favorite commercial, J. Trev. The Duncan commercial. Of, yeah, of I know. course, you gotta that, love yeah. the Duncan commercial. Easy. How about those donuts? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I I wasn't paying. I, there were a good amount that I missed. Yeah, just yeah, from, just like Jack you know, trying to trying to check the stats in the game and stuff. But the Duncan commercial was great. You should be glad and, uh, you, you didn't watch the game with Jack. How about that? Why is that? <laughs> it was just a nightmare first half. Nightmare. Oh, he he had, yeah, no, he dropped no. an f bomb and left the room because I told him to sit down. <laughs> yeah, I can picture it. <laughs> I just, I, I just, got a bump on his head, J. J- Trapp. Yeah, I have, I have a cut oh, on boy. my I have a cut on my head from the Pacheco fumble banging on the ground. We, we've had t- some good memories watching Super Bowl. Uh, J. Trev in that same room. J. Trev on the um, it was the Malcolm Butler interception going yeah. nuts. Is it? Yeah. All, yeah. Is it all? It's an all-time, all-time memory. And then actually, oh, yeah. we, we watched in the basement when um, the Eagles beat the Patriots. I was going nuts. All right, yep. so, Jack. Any yep. more questions? Uh, just a few more. Uh, I know we had text about this, but how, how about the officiating? What do you think of the officiating? Best officiating in a big game I can remember in a long time. I mean, I think totally the agree. biggest, the, the most questionable thing that I can remember was that intentional grounding. Um, and I thought it was intentional grounding, but, mm. and, and that was early on in the, that was earlier on in the game. So, yeah. you know, it's not even that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Um, and that made, big holding, that, that big holding that was called on McDuffie. I thought that was the correct call. Um, so I, yeah, I thought they did a great job. Did yeah. you, did you like Usher? Uh, Usher was okay. I, I, I liked it better than some of the recent Super Bowl commercials. But Half-time you know, I, I like the whole show itself. I like okay. Alicia Keys. I like mm-hmm. Ludacris. Um, I thought it was a pretty good show. They brought back the old time rappers, buddy, so to make me make, yeah. make us old codgers. Your dad probably loved loved Ludacris. Oh, he couldn't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then last question: Who's going to win the Super Bowl next year? You're going to say the 49ers. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. just going to say the 49ers. Um, I yeah. mean, you already the Chiefs. It, yeah. The, the the Niners are plus four fifty. The Chiefs are plus seven fifty, and that just doesn't make any sense to me. But it's so um, early, though. 
Yeah. The, no, the ESPN's got the early rankings out. They've got Baltimore 1, Chiefs 2, Niners 3, Lions 4, Bills 5, Dolphins 6, Cowboys 7, Eagles are 8, Houston 9, Green Bay 10. So a couple good up-and-coming teams in the AFC, NFC to challenge the uh, the uh, 49ers. For sure. The NFC definitely going to be strong. It can't be much weaker than it was this year overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still think the AFC, it's the AFC is the best conference by just because of the quarterbacks and all right, that. But right. we'll see what happens oh, yeah. on the road. Right, right. And they got Jim Harbaugh now, too. Oh, yeah. Who, yeah. Don't yep. forget I'm real that. scared. Yeah. Anybody, <laughs> Jack, any other questions? That's all I got. Do you have any? Yeah, what do you got for us, Jay Trev? Any? No, I was talking to you. I don't have any. <laughs> Jay Trev, I want to talk to Tommy. You want him now? Yeah, let's go. Put on, put him on speaker so he can scream at me. This ought to be a hit. Hey, just for our fans out there, Tommy Trevisani and I did We've Seen Enough, and Tommy's banded me for Maine. So he's been begging to get back on. So now he's finally going to get on. Um, we got to get him down here in the studio a couple of times. Is he there yet? Don't hold your, don't hold your breath. I won't. I won't. <laughs> you know, he can't leave the dog alone for a long time. That's all. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. All right, here he is. Tommy. 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 Yes. Live on the air with Tommy Trevisani, Jim Boyle, Jack Boyle, all boils down to this. What you think of the Super Bowl, Tommy? Uh, Boy, you're never talking to him. You're always talking to him. What's going on? What did I think of it? Yeah. I don't know. It was, you know, it was the first three quarters was awful, but, it, you know, it ended out, you know, Mahomes made the plays. Again, I, I thought, you know, I thought San Francisco's coach, I think he blew that game. I think he just uh, he should have ran the ball more. Yeah, just like they should have done in Atlanta. He should have run the ball more. They would beat the Patriots. Yeah, you remember. Yeah, he's a complete idiot. Okay. <laughs> That's why we love you, Tommy. What do you got um, on the Mahomes? What do you think of Patrick Mahomes? Well, I don't know. I think he's, you know, he's going to go. I think, well, he's the best quarterback in football, and yeah. I think he's really the real deal. I know he just makes plays. And then doesn't I, turn the ball over. I mean, he, yeah. he turns, he doesn't, he just does, I don't know, he just always makes the right play. Okay, and uh, Jack, what's up? Uh, where'd Mark Bryant go to college? <laughs> Mark who? Mark Bryant. Seton Hall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> said, catch him off guard, he still gets it. Yeah, good. Hey, um, you do have a, a relationship with the, somewhere with the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Mike Borgonzi. Um What's he got going here in New England? Think he can come here and do a good job, or think they'll even hire him? I would think so. I mean, he has a lot to do with, you know, drafting a lot of those players. I mean, he seems like a big part of that organization. I would think so. I think it would be um, some new blood. I would like it. I think they that's what the Patriots need. I think they need someone new to come in here. They got to kind of change it up. But I don't think they're going to do. I don't think they're going to do that though. Yeah, I, another. Uh, did you babysit the Borgonzi brothers? Is that rumor true? I've heard that rumor about ever. Is that true? Yeah, I did. Oh my God! Oh, yeah, and they lived. They and, and they lived. And they did. Oh God, Tommy. Yeah, I remember those boys when they were little. Yep. <laughs> You're getting old, buddy. So Tommy T. By like the transit of property is a three-time Super Bowl champion. He is. He is a three-time <laughs> Super Bowl champ. It's a shame that oh, Dave can't win. You. You. <laughs> we're just yeah. Um. Can I go off topic a little bit? Well, I, I got uh, one. Jack's one, got a question one, for you. One more. Clinton Wheeler. Clinton who? Wheeler. Clinton Wheeler. You never get this. What teams did he play for? Uh, the, the Trailblazers in the late 80s. Oh, God. Here we go. Wait. Wait. Clinton Wheeler? Yeah. I'm not gonna get that. I would even. Uh, why am I not? Uh, he does, I don't he, even remember that player. Yeah, he averaged I don't two remember that player either. He went to William Patterson University. <laughs> uh, where is that, Jack? Do you know? No clue. New Jersey. New Jersey, baby. The Patties. The William Patterson right. Patties. You, you can go off topic. Yeah, well, yeah, I think it is. is it, wait, what was his name again? Clinton Wheeler. <laughs> Oh, I never even remember that. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it, Tommy. That was unfair. We 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 suckered you into that. Hey, um, we're gonna get you on. You're gonna come down, right? I get you down here. I get yeah, back. Yeah, I from, want to now. Yeah, I'm on now. I just yeah. had um the last few weeks have been kind of yeah, I understand. Crazy. Hey, I'm going to Florida on Friday for a month, and when I get back on the 18th, we'll get you in studio. Or we can zoom now too. So uh, we can do a Zoom. Zoom well, yeah, content. I want to start doing. No, yeah. I mean I can actually start just coming down. I mean I get out of work at 12:30. Good. So. I'm Good. available. Okay, all time. We're gonna, we're eventually going to do an all time NBA draft. Who's your first pick? Oh my 
All-time NBA. All-time all NBA. All time NBA. What, what are you even asking oh. this question for? We know who his oh, first pick is. Come on, Larry Bird. Oh, man. Oh, right, man. Well, you know what? We got to get him together with McGilvery, Paul McGilvery. We'll save that for I a later date. Now, after everything, I might have to say LeBron. I'm a hard to admit. Whoa. whoa. I, still take, I would still take Larry Bird. Okay, next anybody. question. Uh, basketball question. Oh, my God. Take the last shot. Current player, who would you want to take the last shot if you had to win a championship? In the league right now? Yes. Wow. Um. Oh my God, Jesus! That's just none of these players. Uh, if I had a, I don't know. That's a good question. Like who's? I don't even. I I would say. Um, who was your binky all these years? I always because none of these guys are really okay. None of these guys are clutch players to me. Mom, uh, I, I know who you want to say. You, you know, like you, you know, I'm say, say I'm in the future right now. But I would always say Michael Jordan and Larry Bird. Yeah, but we're talking about right now. Right now, play right, right now, now. I would probably have to say Weaver State. <laughs> no. I mean, yeah, he's a guy. I know you're going to say him. No, I mean, I'll no, tell he you. isn't one. No, I wouldn't say him. I mean, he's a clutch player. He's a finisher. But I don't know. Maybe I would say. Not even Giannis. He's not a finisher. Oh, he's horrible. Forget Giannis. We can't make a shot. Yeah, I will say, Doesn't I said, we, we, I, we had asked a question two days ago, and I said Curry, and he hits that monster three against the Lakers. Wait, score. that's a guy. I'm sorry. I yeah. wasn't even, I haven't a brain fight. Yeah, Curry, but I know this year he's, I would probably have to say him, yeah. And then uh, one basketball question left before we wrap it up, because we're, we're getting up to our hour of time. Um, Celtics, National, NBA champions, yes or no? No, no way. No way? <laughs> Who not beats even them? close. Who beats them? I think they're going to not even make it out of the East. But who beats them? Ugh, I, I'm not even saying – I just I, – I'm not saying Cleveland now seems to be playing good, but I <laughs> I think Milwaukee gets them in a series too. I just do. Okay. Okay. How much NBA have you, how much NBA have you watched this year? I'm going to call you from uh, the parade. Not, not much, but I just don't know what it is with the Celtics. I don't like the coach, and they can't finish. They still can't finish to me. They're like, even the other they're like 40 day against, and 12. Like, I know, but they're not that, they're not good. Oh, okay. uh, well, hey, we got you on tape now, I just can't. I don't know what it is. I can't stand looking at Brown. I, I think Tate. I, I just got a thing with the Brown kid. I just don't know. I don't think pissing this is tough enough. I, okay. I just I don't know. We'll let you. We'll let you. We'll let you live with that one because we're going to play that on tape after they win the championship. Yeah, don't June. forget me too. I got to go to the place. We got. I got to. We got to pick a week. Yeah, I know. We'll talk about that. Hey, we are on the old boys down the pocket, but yeah, we will. We'll I got to go to your joint over yeah, there. Yeah, you now. will, whatever. Hey, um, you know what? Uh, say hi to Lisa for us. And, I will. And your dog there. What's his name? Kyler, Ty or something? What's Charlie. 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 Is he still I'm running around house. pooping in the people's yards? Yeah, he's useless too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least you got Jay Trev to have it. it make, uh, do well for you, right? I will. Hey, listen, glad to have you on, Tommy. We're going to get you back live on here once we get you down here or whatever when I get back. I'll be back on the 18th of March. We'll try to sneak you in here. If not, we can Zoom you in. And that's sort of it's good to hear from you, though, buddy. Yeah, it's been a long time. We started. I want to be back there. Oh, uh, yeah, we're going to get you back. So uh, thanks for calling. Jack's going to hang up on you now. And uh, Tell Jay Trev thanks a lot. We really appreciate the Trevor signings coming on and, and helping make it all boils down to this work. Well, thanks, buddy. One last one, Terry Porter. Oh, Terry Porter's easy. Wisconsin Stevens Point. Yeah, there you he, go. I knew he'd get that All one. All right. Have yeah. a good one. Well, you got another one? Yeah. Uh, I got yeah. One. Uh, Craig Neal. Oh, oh, bald guy. No, that was Gary Neal. Craig Neal, like what team did he know? But what what what, team, what NBA team did he play? These on? are all Portland guys, but again, he played sixty three games in the NBA. Neal. So that's yeah, it's not fair. Oh, Craig Neal. What conference? Uh the I I don't know if they were there at the time, but the ACC. Syracuse. Oh, wait, they do though. Is it Georgia Tech? Yes, it yeah. is. All right. That, that's a good one. Uh, how about Marty Collins? Who? My, oh, Providence. No, Marty Collins oh, is a temple. Marty. Marty. Marty Collins. Marty, oh, wait. Marty Collins. I do. He originally went to Indiana, then he transferred to Evansville, right? <laughs> yeah, right. That's my temple guy. One of our last guys <laughs> to make the NBA from Temple. Marty Collins. <laughs> Yeah, that's another joke right now. Hey, Tommy. Better than BC, though. Tommy, thanks for coming on, calling, and and Jay Trev calling. We'll get you on. That is the famous, the one and only Tommy Trevisani coming to us live from Maine. And Justin Trevisani, thanks a lot. Oh, I already hung up. I hung up on (laughs) him. That was great. Uh, The dog's useless. That was a great line.
Okay. All right. So as we wrap up our Super Bowl show, we'll be in again. Uh, this is going to episode 26 of It All Boils Down to This. Uh, Jack Boyle over there, Mr. Kansas City Chief. I'll give you credit, Jack. You know, I really, I'll give you know credit. I'll give you credit. I get credit for sticking with them throughout the season when, every, when everyone changed their pick. But I don't get credit for the preseason pick because guess what? I'm picking them next year. I'm picking them the year after. As long as Mahomes breathing, I'm picking them. So our, our next couple of shows, now the football's over, we'll start to wrap around some uh, shows that we can get on. We do want to have the pep band uh, from um, oh, yeah, the high school pep band. Not the pep band, the kid who plays the keyboard. Dean Champa. I mean, it's like he's, he's yeah. like Elton John. Yeah, and I'll tell you something. Dean's also a really, really big uh, miler, two-miler cross-country guy, too. So it'll be good to have him so on. So he's like Elton John and Mo Farah. Okay. Combined. There you go. Jack <laughs> Jack brings out Mo Farah. I bet he's one of my favorite Olympians ever. All right. We'll so, have to do an Olympics preview coming up. Olympic. Oh, yeah. We got that in, in, in France. the summer. France and, and Olympics. We'll have Premier League Olympics. We'll be, we'll oh, be ruining all our customers. Man United, gigantic win. Scotty McTominay with a huge goal. Just let's keep rolling. Let's get top four. That's it. Man United. Let's go. Glory, glory, Man United. All right. He has to get his Premier League in. All right. So that was Jack Boyle talking about everything. Thanks for joining us on. 26th edition of It All Boils Down to This. For Jack, I'm Jim Boyle, and we'll see you on down the road. Thanks for listening to this episode of It All Boils Down to This, recorded at WCTV Studios in our hometown of Wilmington, Massachusetts. We are always open to any ideas, critiques, topics, and guests. So if anyone out there in podcast world needs to get a hold of us, we can be reached via email at jboyle22 at comcast.net. Along with Jack Boyle, I'm Jim Boyle. Make sure to tune in to the next edition of It All Boils Down to This.